If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, folks. Well, here we are the day after, morning after Election Day, and we're still sifting through what in the world is is going on here. And we may be in this position for quite some time, so we'll talk about that today. I will tell you two things off the top. Number one, number one, my feed to our well our video feed is uh, not up today Uh, we used our equipment last night and one of the key pieces of equipment is not where i thought it was we were at the studio last night broadcasting live from 9 p.m until midnight and anyway i don't know where that piece of equipment is the setback everything's set up here to go but the but the uh, piece of equipment that feeds our audio into uh, into our video system, so no video feed, and then um, that's um, that's where we are with that this morning. So, and number two, number two, this old guy is dragging a little bit this morning. So, not as sharp <laughs> as I normally am, as we only got a couple of hours of sleep last night. And plus, as you know, this is a a moving target. This morning, as we begin to to sift through what is going on with the returns, which is where we will start, which is where we will start today. By the way, welcome to the program. Email Todd at ToddUpShow.com. Facebook.com is where we normally are, but of course we're not there because of the um, adapter situation here. So let's get right into it this morning. We have... Several states that they have not called yet, and I will tell you that as they stand now, as they stand at this particular time, um, most of these states are favoring President Trump. Now, I'm looking at CNN. I am looking at CNN. CNN has the states that are not called that they cannot call yet. They have those states including uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. They have Maine, North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and I guess Alaska. I don't know what Alaska's deal is. I don't know if that's because of the just where it was in proximity, but that is uh, at least on CNN, not 
yet called. It is a very favorable situation for President Trump in Wisconsin. Although that is, I mean, we're within two-tenths of a point in the state of Wisconsin with Biden currently winning uh, by about 7,000 votes. Folks, this is, I mean, we knew that this was a very likely scenario. In Michigan, President Trump is up a couple hundred thousand votes, almost 200,000, about 197,000 votes. Pennsylvania is looking really good for President Trump in a really powerful way. But again, if you break down, uh, you know, there, there's layers to this, as you can imagine. You've got counties, you've got um, counties and where they're reporting, and the counties, including or surrounding Philadelphia, which is really where the Democrat vote is going to come from in Pennsylvania. Basically, it comes from the cities. It comes from Philadelphia. It comes from Harrisburg. It comes from Pittsburgh. And that's where the bulk of the votes are coming from. But Trump is up currently in uh, with what we're seeing in, in Philadelphia, or excuse me, Pennsylvania. Um, Trump is up overall in that state. Um currently with with where we find ourselves in sorry this map is not uh, cooperating really well bear with me here north carolina north carolina is a, a scenario that also favors president trump 95 percent of the precincts reporting president trump is up oh about about getting close to 90, 80 or 90,000 votes in North Carolina. Georgia's another one closer. Uh, Georgia is, is closer than many folks expected, including me. I did not, I knew that there were some, I don't know, early indicators that Georgia may be a problem for President Trump, but I really did not. Um, I thought it was going to be similar to what we saw in Texas, which President Trump ended up winning uh, Winning Texas. Of course, there's still some vote to be tallied there, but uh, getting close to 700,000 votes in Texas. So that wasn't as close as people had originally thought. So, But in, in Georgia, we're down to, I mean, basically 100,000 100, votes or so. But if you look at this, and I want to give you some words of, well, I'm going to give you words of encouragement and words of caution here this morning, as I'm still shaking the cobwebs out of my uh, out of my head this morning. I want to give you words of encouragement, and the words of encouragement are that it is very favorable for Trump still uh, in the landscape of this election. Now, Wisconsin is one that um, has somewhat changed since last night or early early this morning, a couple of hours ago. I think, in fact, when I when I went to uh, to, to bed, which was honestly about I think about two two thirty, um, 
I believe President Trump was ahead was ahead in Wisconsin. He's now down 7,000 votes there. Michigan is in good shape, but a lot of these states are, are showing very favorably towards towards Trump. Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin at this point is, is anybody's guess, but uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia all appear to be showing favorably for Trump. CNN still has Arizona as a toss-up. Other other places are calling Arizona for for Trump, and then Nevada is razor tight. That's an eight thousand uh, vote contest there as as well. So Nevada and Wisconsin are incredibly tight. The other states um, look by and large to be favoring Trump, other than other than Arizona. Um, and I don't know, again, the, the deal with Alaska, I don't think there's any real, I don't, I, you know, Alaska is one that should be strong, uh, Trump, but it's not, it's not been called yet. And I don't know, we'll look at Maine here, why they don't have it called as, as well. It looks, um, you know, Biden's gonna probably pull out Maine. So really we've got these, these states that we knew were going to be, um, the factors, coming into yesterday's election and it looks oh my the, the the word of encouragement is it looks it still looks good for Trump the word of caution is that anytime that there is a delay anytime there's a delay we open ourselves up to the possibility of cheating of stuffing ballot boxes of finding you know scenario where people find ballots in abandoned schoolrooms or trunks of cars over the next days and weeks, especially when we've had these judges, uh, we, well, we've had we've had state election workers arbitrarily extend deadlines in states, and then courts have upheld some of these decisions, and we have votes that may come, you know, that may trickle in or be found or whatever in the days to come. And those include places like Wisconsin, like North Carolina, of course, Pennsylvania, especially when you factor in Philadelphia. So that's the word of caution there. CNN has this 224 to 213, the electoral count. Um, but again, and maybe we'll do some quick math after after the break. It's 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 going to be close. It is close. Of course, you need 270 to win, um, but neither candidate is there yet, and both of them are going to have to fight and claw for this to um, to to you know to be the victor here. So, <laughs> cheating is of course a reality. We've got lawyers. We've got, I mean, it, it's this is this has the makings of being a contentious process here. And a questionable process. It, it gives me, to some degree, flashbacks to 2000, when we're counting hanging chads and holding ballots up to light and looking for dimpled chads and, again, the hanging chads and just that whole shenanigan back in 2000. It's shaping up to look like that yet, yet again. Popular vote, the popular vote, Biden 
according to CNN, has 68,090,000 votes. Trump at 65,645,000. That's 50.1 to 48.3. So, and again, we're still going through the details here, trying to see if and how someone gets to 270. So, a lot to unpack here. Reasons to be optimistic, absolutely. Reasons to be concerned, absolutely as well. Because we know, again, in fact, I was listening last night as I was coming home from the studios. I was listening. Biden came out and gave a an update to his followers uh, out there honking their horns. Of course, they, they're in their cars because that's how this is done nowadays. But Biden said exactly what I expected him to say, which is this election should not be, I mean, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, should not be declared until every vote is counted. Of course, every legitimately cast ballot that meets the requirements and deadlines should be counted. Any ballot that doesn't, this is straightforward. This is by law. This is, you have to have deadlines. You have to have requirements. You have to have whatever the rules are for every state. That is absolutely part of this process. But you're going to begin to see those boundaries pushed, especially if the Democrats think that helps them squeeze out, eke out a couple of other, um, couple of other votes here and there. So, going to do some math here, see exactly where we stand uh, with the electoral counts, what some of those paths are to the, the 270 electoral votes. But this, my friends, is um, kind of the 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 scenario that we in many ways expected or maybe were slightly concerned that might be the case the morning after election day and here we are and we're gonna have to sift through this and deal with this and we'll do that here after the break take a quick time out you're listening here to the home of conservative not bitter talk i am your host todd huff back here in just a minute Welcome back, folks. So we're looking here at the <laughs> at the uh, results, trying to sift through these, trying to see. I mean, th- this is. I just I, I just go back in to my memory bank as I'm again as some of these numbers are still just kind of sinking in, and I'm looking at different scenarios and so forth. But I'm reminded. I'm reminded of where we of, of how close that we've talked about this election being. And as we've said on this program that it's going to come down to key states and it's going to come down to small percentages, small handful number of votes in key states. Now, as I look at this, Fox has it at 238 to 213. And they've awarded the state of Arizona uh, to Biden. The states that are left to be determined currently at, at 
with Fox and also with um, CNN. CNN has Arizona still as a a toss-up, and I also believe uh, – I don't know what the other state is. I'm, I'm trying to find the one that they're not – that they've not included, but they have it at, I think, 224 to 213. Fox has it 238 to 213. Again, that's the electoral count based upon what we've seen from the from last night's election and are the results being tabulated last night, and they're still being tabulated. So basically, um, we have a scenario where Trump's currently down, which, again, I don't want you to freak out about because that's not necessarily the concerning part. It is. I don't want to say that it's not because Arizona flipped. That's a big one. I was I was counting on Arizona, and Trump looks like he's lost Arizona. If that's – in fact, again, it's 90, 92, 93,000 vote difference there in Arizona. CNN doesn't have it called yet for Biden, but Fox does. I will say, and this this maybe even pains me to say, but but typically, you know that I'm not a big um, fan of of CNN. In fact, I would maintain that they are one of the biggest problems that we face in the media today, at least in the media that is wide uh, widely known, and I don't want to say widely consumed because they're. And some and some of their programs are consumed by large numbers of people. But anyway, whenever you look at this and you and you realize that you know they are part of the problem getting the message out. But I do think that election night they they do a pretty good job of reporting some things. So in fact, I almost feel like they were a little bit more cautious and responsible than we saw uh, with, with Fox. But then there's the whole scenario of you know. I think that the extension of this election does play into a strategy that the Democrats have had all along, which is to draw this out, to find ballots. Of course, how do, how do we know that this thing's over? I'll tell you, and I told you yesterday and the week before, we know that this election's over, according to the media and according to Biden. We'll know that this election's over the second that Biden has more votes and the second Biden gets to 270. That's how we'll know. That's how we'll know all the votes have been counted. That's the way that this is, is done. So I still I still would rather with this information that we see. In fact, if I take, I did the math here after the break. If I take all of the what what with what we know from all the states that are that are in question, which include Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska and Maine too, by the way. Maine too is currently leaning towards Trump with the data that we see. If we simply assign the states that are uh, the states in the districts, in the case of Maine too, that are leaning Trump, that means you have to give Trump Alaska. That's three electoral votes. Georgia sixteen, North Carolina fifteen, Pennsylvania's twenty, Michigan sixteen, and then Maine too. That puts us at two eighty four, folks. That means Trump is the victor, if these numbers hold up. Biden would get Nevada and Wisconsin. That would put him at 254. So Trump would win by 30 electoral votes. But where this gets really dicey, and this is going to, I'm telling you, this, this, the scenarios here are 
frightening. But that means Biden Biden would be sitting at 254. That is 16 away from 270. Of the states I just read you, which in, which the Trumps that we gave to Trump or that Trump's currently quote unquote leading in based upon what the results we've seen returned. Those include Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, uh, and, and Alaska. Of those states, three of those four would tip the scales for Biden if he was to win any one of those. If Biden would win Georgia, that would give him 16 electoral votes. He would hit the 270 exactly. So it would be 270 to 268, folks. If Biden... I can't even imagine this. If Biden was to somehow only win North Carolina out of that list of states, he would be at 269. Folks, that's a 269-269 scenario whereby this election would then go to the uh, congressional caucus of each state. Each state would get one vote based upon their congressional delegation. And I haven't dug into the details as to what that would look like yet in um, – in relation to last night's election results. So that's a whole nother scenario. If Biden would, would, would win Pennsylvania, of course, holding on to Wisconsin and Nevada, if he wins Pennsylvania, that puts him at 274. Michigan would put him exactly at 270 as well. So, and we have this main two. Main two could be a player, folks. One electoral vote. That can make all the difference in the world. So, I mean, we're looking at a scenario where it literally could be tied. We're looking at a scenario where Biden could get one of these states and and win. Uh, Trump, of course. Now, again, with the numbers we have in right now, the two states that are the closest are Wisconsin and Nevada, at least in the total number of votes separating Trump and Biden. So, Mathematically, mathematically, again, not knowing what votes have not been reported yet, mathematically, it's easier for Trump to get Nevada or Wisconsin than it is for Biden to get Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, uh, or Georgia. Trump's leads in those states are much larger currently with what we've got. In fact, it looks to me, again— it's that's too close to call, but Trump's in a very favorable position in Georgia. Trump's in a very favorable position in North Carolina. I mean, those two states are actually very, very similar. Uh, he's got a slightly bigger percentage lead in Georgia than North Carolina, but it's still in in, in North Carolina. It's what one point four percent lead in. Georgia, it is 2.2, but again, we're, there, there's questions about votes that were tabulated and there was a leaking pipe. I mean, th- this is stuff that you just can't make up. A leaking pipe in Fulton County, which is the home of Atlanta, that, um, that caused counting of, of ballots to be delayed, so there's that issue. But I, again, as you look at these states— Trump's in a favor, a very favorable position in Georgia currently, a very favorable position in North Carolina, an incredibly favorable position in Pennsylvania. But there's a lot of question marks with Pennsylvania. Philadelphia stopped counting electoral votes late last night. 
uh, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, absentee ballots late last night. Michigan also looks uh, very favorable for Trump. He's up 1.4% there. So again, the table is still set up. I would rather be, <laughs> I would rather be just barely now, but I would rather be Team Trump this morning, seeing these numbers and and looking at the lead and the difference and what has to happen than I would team Biden. But this is where, this is the thing that we've been concerned about all along. This is the, th- this, this is the point of the election where you start to ask yourself questions. What exactly are we counting at this point? When does the game end? When does counting in end in this process? And you're going to find, I mean, we've already had lawsuits, but this is now the point in time where there's going to be fighting about when uh, the, the the election's actually over, when the tabulating is actually done. Right now, of course, we still have tabulations. So Michigan has 87% of its precincts reporting. Pennsylvania has 64% of its precincts reporting. So there's still a sizable chunk of votes that are not accounted for. So that's concerning as far as what does that really mean. North Carolina has 94% of the precincts reporting, so that's you know the vast majority of the ballots counted counted there. George is also at 94%. Wisconsin's at 95%, but it's the closest of all of the um, of all the states. And then Nevada has 67%, and like Wisconsin is only separated by uh, Wisconsin separated by about 7,000. Biden has a 7,000 ballot lead in Wisconsin, and he has an 8,000 or so ballot lead in Nevada. Trumps are much larger in those other states in question. So, whew. folks, I'm like you here. I mean, I you know, I've I've followed this for a living. I've you know, um, followed this for a long time, but. There, there are a lots. There are a lot of questions, a lot of scenarios, a lot of, a lot of things that are still going to happen, and we're just going to have to to wade through this uh, to get, together here, and hope that Trump holds on to what he has. Because as it stands right now, if things hold the way that they are currently shaping up, Trump would win two eighty four to two fifty four. But again, if any of those Trump seats uh, states flip, well, except Alaska. Which again, I think, I don't know why it's not called that. A little concerning, I guess, too. But I haven't looked into that. That's three electoral votes. So that even if he lost that, that's not the end of the world. We don't want that to happen, and I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But again, I don't know why it's not projected yet. But nonetheless, if Biden was to just get Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, or Michigan. He would either win or, yes, my friends, possibly tie if he won North Carolina and all these other states played out the way um, that they're currently trending or with what our current data shows us, then we could literally have a 269-269 tie. That is absolutely possible here. So you look at Nebraska, too, which actually went for Biden. I did not think that would happen. So that's an important one. And you've got Maine, too, which is looks like it may go to Trump. If that is the case, then you can see the scenario where we have, have a tie. It's still not likely. And then you think about all that stems from that. I mean, the fallout here, 
and just the, the series of thoughts that trickle through my mind when I say those words. I mean, this is a remarkable scenario. Still would prefer to be Trump, but again, would prefer that this would have been a blowout last night. That was not the case, and we're still counting ballots and let the real fun and games begin here and be ready for this. I mean, this this is going to probably be a bit of an emotional ride. This is going to be an up and down situation. This is going to be something that's uh, full of questions and concerns and lawsuits and unrest and probably riots and protests. And I just, I, I don't even know what's in store for us. But anyway, more on this when we get back. Still trying to wrap my head around this on about three hours of sleep. So you're listening here to the Home of Conservative, not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, folks. Again, we are sifting through, sifting through the uh, results of last night and trying to trying to look at what is happening, what's going to happen next, how close these races are. I mean, whew, it is it is something else. But here's Trump last night. Trump, of course, is out there kind of uh well claiming claiming victory. I want you to hear Trump talk about what um what he's saying last night. He's talking about North Carolina first here. Here you go. Well, we're up 1.4%. That's North Carolina. Or 77,000 votes with only approximately 5% left. They can't catch us. We also, uh, if you look and you see uh, Arizona, we have a lot of life in that. And yeah. somebody said, somebody declared that it was a victory for and maybe it will be. I mean, that's possible. But certainly there were a lot of votes out there that we could get because we're now just coming into what they call Trump territory. I don't know what you call it, but these were friendly Trump voters. And that could be overturned. The gentleman that called it, I watched tonight. He said, well, we think it's fairly unlikely that he could catch. Well, fairly unlikely. <laughs> and we don't even need it. We don't need that. That was just... A state that if we would have gotten it, it would have been nice, Arizona. But there's a possibility, maybe even a good possibility. In fact, since I saw that originally, it's been changed and the numbers have substantially come down just in a small amount of votes. So we want that obviously to stay in play. But most importantly, we're winning Pennsylvania by a tremendous amount of votes. Six hundred. Think of this. Think of this. Think of this. We're up six hundred and ninety thousand votes in Pennsylvania. Six hundred ninety thousand. These aren't even close. It's not like oh, it's close. With sixty-four percent of the vote in, 
it's going to be almost impossible to catch. And we're coming into good Pennsylvania areas where they happen to like your president. I mean, it's like, so we'll probably expand that. Uh, we're winning Michigan, but I, I'll tell you, I looked at the numbers. I said, whoa. I looked, I said, wow, that's a lot. By almost 300,000 votes. And 65% of the vote is in. And we're winning Wisconsin. And I said, we're winning. We don't need all of them. We need, because when you add Texas in, which wasn't added, I spoke with the really wonderful governor of Texas just a little while ago, and Greg Abbott, he said, uh, congratulations. He called me to congratulate me on winning Texas. I mean, we won Texas. I don't think they finished quite the tabulation, but there's no way. And uh, it was almost complete, but he congratulated me. Then he said, by the way, what's going on? I've never seen anything like this. Can I tell you what? Nobody has. So we won by 107,000 votes with 81% of the vote. That's Michigan. So when you take those three states in particular, and you take all of the others, I mean, we have, we have so many. We had such a big night. You just take a look at all of these states that we've won tonight, and then you take a look at the kind of margins that we've won them by. And, and all of a sudden, it's not like we're up 12 votes and we have 60% left. We won states, and all of a sudden, I said, what happened to the election? It's off. And we have all these announcers saying, what happened? And then they said, oh, because you know what happened? They knew they couldn't win, so they said, Here let's go. go to court. Here and did go. I predict this, Newt? Did I say this? I've been saying this from the day I heard they were going to send out tens of millions of ballots. I said exactly because either they were going to win, or if they didn't win, Muddy the they'll take us to court. So Florida was a tremendous victory. 377,000. All right, I'm going to stop that. But you get the you get the idea. Declaring, uh, I'm just, just just going through this now. The the situation in Wisconsin has changed uh, since he spoke earlier this morning. So, but again, it's razor close. And folks, I've been we've been giving you scenarios as to what could happen if Biden wins one of these other states, whether it's Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, or North Carolina. What happens if Trump wins Nevada and Wisconsin and or Wisconsin? That's a total 16 electoral votes. He could, in theory, win both of those. Again, he's closer by the total number of votes and I think by percentages as well in both of those states. Yeah, I think he's closer than than Biden is anywhere else currently based upon our current calculations. But if Trump picks both of those states up, which is possible, and he keeps the ones that are currently in his column, that is 16 electoral votes, and that puts Trump at 300 electoral votes. So that is still possible. I'm not predicting that. I still, at this point in time, again, and I I just— I, I want to call out all the, the know-it-alls here who kept saying that Trump's, that Trump's path to 270, 270 electoral votes was more narrow than Biden's path. Folks, right now, Trump's path, Trump has a lot more options because he's leading in more of these states, North Carolina, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, than Biden's two, Wisconsin and Nevada. And he's also winning, leading, based upon the numbers that we're seeing, 
I don't like to use the term leading because the ballots have been counted, and if they haven't, that's part of the problem in this scenario, that there are things that are going to be counted after Election Day, which is preposterous and crazy and ludicrous to me. But anyway, the, the he, Trump leads in more of these states, and Trump is closer in the states he's not leading in than Biden is. So again, the paths for Trump to get to 270, even though right now he's behind in the electoral count, 238 to 213 if you look at Fox, and Trump's still questioning Arizona, which is a fair question as well. I, I, I think, again, it's may not he may not catch up there once all the votes are tabulated, be able to have a way to win. But again, I just um, I would like I would prefer to be Trump in this scenario than I would be Joe Biden. And that's not just because of our ideological differences and because I have no idea what Biden's going to say at any given moment. It's also because of just looking at the map and the math here and the numbers. Those are all favorable, dramatically so, when you look at this and break it down for for President Trump. So, got to take a break. You're listening here to Conservative Not Better Talk. The morning after the election, trying to sift through this makes sense. We're going to have a lot of things to discuss here, folks, as we uh, enter into the days and uh, hopefully not weeks. But who knows with some of these folks and what they're willing to do. They will do anything. I put nothing past them. I don't. I put nothing past the left. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back. I do want to play this other part of Trump's speech last night. This is, of course, going to cause this. Just listen to this. This is they're going to. (laughs) Just listen to what he says here. Fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Biden says you can't do that. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at Fair 4 points. o'clock in the morning and add them to That's the right. list. Okay? Okay. It's, it's a very sad... It's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And... We will win this, and we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you, and I want to thank all of our... Oh, there you go. So that's where this is left. That's where this is left. Trump's already declared victory. Biden's told him you can't do that. Supreme Court has been mentioned referencing counting votes. I mean, this is these are legitimate concerns. So again, the message to me this morning is twofold. Optimistic, lots of reasons to think the map and the math works in Trump's favor. I would rather be Trump's team at this point than Biden's when I look at what's remaining on the map in particular. Second point, this we need to be cautious and we need to make sure that what Trump says doesn't happen. Ballots mysteriously appearing and people start counting things long after the election. So got to come back or take a break. 
listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. So, 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 I haven't even talked about the Senate yet, haven't even shared with you. I don't have time, running out of time here this morning. Any any part of Biden's speech, I referenced it earlier uh, last night, telling his uh, supporters to keep the faith, keep the faith, and some uh, words about how they're still going to win this thing when every vote is counted. In fact, that's now what we're going to start hearing. Of course, folks, we want every vote to count so long as it met the deadlines, and the criteria for said vote. That doesn't mean you can find them in a closet, that you can find them in some uh, Democratic uh, you know, ballot harvester's trunk of their car and expect those to count. These are the sorts of things that will happen. It reminds me, again, of 2000 and, and some of the things that happened there and how folks have misled people into believing that Bush stole that election from Al Gore back in 2000. Simply not the case. Bush won every single recount. There was not an instance where Gore actually won the state of Florida, but they leave that part out. Anyway, I've got to go. So much more to get through here in the days to come. SDGs, see you tomorrow. Take care.